Hey guys, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the podcast, and today I have another guest with me. Please introduce yourself for everybody. How are you guys? My name is Marco. Um, excited to be here, excited to talk about um, wherever this conversation goes, and I just know that um, the Lord is definitely going to use this conversation to speak to somebody uh, wherever you are right now in life. So I'm excited to be here. Thank you all for having me. Of course. So today the theme is be careful what you wish for or what you pray for. Um, I had um, a series, uh, I have a series here on the podcast uh, to talk about dreams and faith. And um, a huge lesson that I learned in the past few weeks was uh, about the price they have to pay when you have a big calling or you have a big thing that you're praying uh, to achieve. And a lot of us don't know how hard that's going to be. Amen. Um, I think, you know, when you learn to pick up your cross, it's definitely like a difficult um, realization to have. But the more you spend time reading the word, praying, asking for guidance, like you kind of start to see through what your own mind wants. And then you kind of realize like, all right, this is the price I have to pay. So am I willing to pay it or not? And that's something I'm going through right now. Definitely. Um, what it was um, the biggest challenge that you faced it so far that you didn't think you would uh, face? Um, I think the biggest challenge that I'm facing um, or that I have faced would probably be having to get rid of my own selfish ambitions, whether they be good or bad. Um, it's easy to hear like, oh, you're doing this wrong. Mm -hmm. um, you're sitting in this area. You got to stop doing this. Because you're convicted, right? You you know what's wrong. You know what's right, um, right? If you're getting drunk on the weekend and, you know, a Christian friend says, hey, you got to stop doing that. Like in the back of your mind, you know that's wrong if you're anywhere near a Christian lifestyle. But what happens when the Lord is convicting you of don't go down this career, uh, this career choice or don't, um, you know, don't study this or don't do that? Like it's not a sin necessarily, but you have to learn kind of like, all right, this is not what God wants from me, at least right now. So let me not do that. Um, and that's just a series I'm going through right now. Um, you know, my heart has always been with basketball. Um, I played high school ball. I played a little bit of college ball in the past couple of years. I've really been wanting to go back to play college basketball. And it's like every time my foot goes through that door, I feel like the Lord is just not calling me back into that. And I get like confirmation after confirmation that, that's not, you know, that's not it right now, at least. Yeah, that happened to me a lot. Like, I had a lot of dreams on my own. Uh, but I think, like, the more you have a relationship with, with God, you notice easy, like, in a fast when you're not supposed to be doing that. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for you to give up on something that you've been dreaming for or something that you really wanted um, because, well, you have to really put yourself down down there like the lowest so you can do what god wants and Amen. um sometimes you don't get it you know the the end goal like where's that's gonna lead me because he's the only one who knows what's gonna happen in the future and getting out of a comfort zone is something that's gonna happen when you pray for something yeah like i was praying like i made a prayer it wasn't even a prayer i didn't say i just say it out loud so 
please be careful. Sometimes you say some things like not with intention. Yeah, you just speak. <laughs> you just say, and Jesus is like, okay, okay, mm -hmm. you said it. Okay, it's done. Uh, one thing was I started watching The Chosen. Oh, it's so good. I love that TV it show, guys. So please watch that. It's amazing, life changing. So I started watching The Chosen. It was the same week that I um, had uh, my interview for my job that I got. And then I was watching it, and then I just thought, I didn't even say it. I just thought, like, oh, my God, Jesus, I wish I was more like you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then after I said that, <laughs> my life changed drastically. Um, I didn't know. It was just like I just said, oh, my God, Jesus, I wish I was more like you. And he was like, well, I, I listened to you. So now you're gonna, I'm going to show you how to be like me. And it's not being easy. It's not. Like everything that I saw what was happening in the Bible and the t on the TV show and the messages that we're having at our church right now is about a Christ in crisis. So everything that the pastor was saying was happening with me in my job. Amen. I was getting tested. I'm, I'm still getting tested like 24-7. I'm having to deal with people just like Jesus was dealing face-to-face -face and approaching them and talking to them. And the amount of rejection that I'm that I'm having to deal with, people being mean to me all mm -hmm. the time, but at the same time meeting so so many amazing um, people, and for me not to hold the grudge and not say anything back, it's hard. It's, it's been hard, hard, and I'm like, Lord, why, <laughs> why did I say that? It's difficult because like when when you're learning to be more like Christ. Right, you have to find grace in areas you didn't know that you needed grace, yeah. because there's areas that you open up yourself to mentally, physically, spiritually, um, that when an opportunity comes across your path to show grace, you'll realize how many more, how much more people are receptive to just your actions rather than your words. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, you could tell people. There's a song. Um, I don't know if you guys know the radio station K Love. Um, I but love I love Caleb. Like, Amazing. if my phone's dead, I'll put Caleb on. Um, but there's this song, I don't know the name of it, but it's basically talking about like love. Like, what good is going to church? What good is sacrificing? What good is doing all these things if you don't show love? Um, and that's something that I'm learning on a day to day basis as well. Yeah. It's been crazy. Like, since I got the job, uh, it's been three weeks and. I was even talking to our friends, uh, Jesus and Nina, about it, that it feels like another, a whole other year for me after mm -hmm. these three weeks. It feels like things are not the same for me. Even though I'm living the same life, it felt like it's not the same because it was every day so many lessons, how to forgive people, how to love people even though they're being awful to you mm -hmm. how to say have a great day and actually meaning when somebody look at you and say get a job uh stop harassing me um and like i was i'm i'm living uh like mm, like less than one percent what jesus went through but still having kind of the same experience because yeah. i'm dealing with people all the time and talking to them and being rejected all the time too um, and I was like, that's what Jesus went through when he was here. He was yeah. being rejected all the time. He had a few people that were following, but he has so many people that he didn't know him trying to stop him or pursuing him and uh, trying to uh, tear him down. And he was still so loving towards them. 
all the time. He was he was just so like it doesn't matter if he was receiving love or hate, he will return love no matter what. And this is so hard to do, genuinely. Uh, yeah, I think about like the ultimate, the ultimate point of like where his love was shown and even forgiveness was like when he was on the cross, literally dying. And the Roman soldiers were like gambling for his clothing and doing all these things. And he just said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. And there's a lot of people, right? Like there, there's always an application in everything in the Bible, right? Sometimes we take things out of context, but like, um, or we listen to people that take things out of context and that's where it becomes like blurry. Mm -hmm. But like in that moment, not only did the soldiers gambling over his clothing fulfill prophecy that was talking, uh, that was spoken about in the Old Testament, but it shows a standard of forgiveness that I don't even know if I'm capable of doing that. Like imagine if I'm, I, I can't imagine being beaten to death for something I never did. And then in that moment, seeing people ridicule me and then forgiving them in that moment. Like that's such a high standard that when I think about that, it's like, well, if that person did that to me, if this person did that to me, like I can forgive a little bit easier. I can love a little bit easier just thinking about that moment. Like literally vividly imagining God in human flesh bleeding and dying for me and for the rest of humanity. I'm like, if he can do that for that person in that moment, I can do this for this person. In that yeah. Moment. And like, it's, it's hard to get there. Like, I just talked to God. I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could be like this. And for you to be like that, you're going to have to go through situations like that yeah. to make you work on yourself. And you're not, you're not able to do that by yourself. You have to ask for God's grace all the time. And the Holy Spirit has to be in you. And, like, I learned how to be in his presence more often. Like, mm -hmm. now it's 24-7. I'm seeking him all the time. And it's something that he told me to do, like, put your eyes on me. And all of those trials that I'm going through is helping me to be more like him and mm -hmm. also getting making me feel closer to him. And if you don't have that perspective and if you don't have this type of insight from the Holy Spirit, you're going to freak out. Yeah. You're going to, you're just going to go from there to, to worse. And that's why um, that makes you see, have actually another perspective from problems and mm -hmm. trials and things that you're facing to achieve that goal that maybe you ask, like you ask God for something. And now to get to that thing, you're going through so many trials and so many things. Um, and having that perspective actually helps you to keep going and don't give up. Amen. You, you know, that, that brings me into this Bible passage that the Lord literally just put on my mind. Um, and it's something that it, it's a passage I read a lot a couple of years ago when I was going through a lot about um, kind of what we were talking about earlier, like sacrificial, um, sacrificing things that are not necessarily bad. Right. But the story of Abraham and Isaac how the Lord promised Abraham that he was going to have the son. And lo and behold, right, he was 75 years old. He never thought he could have a son. He went to go have a son with his wife's servant. And eventually the Lord blessed his wife, Sarah, her womb, and they had a son. And when their son was about 12, 13, so imagine Abraham's like almost 100 or past 100, something like that. 
the Lord tells him to go sacrifice his son on the mountaintop. And without hesitation, right, three days later, um, he didn't question the Lord. He didn't say, Lord, but you promised to give me this son. Why are you asking for me to sacrifice him? Um, he didn't question it, but he walked in obedience and he walked up that mountain with his son and his son was like, wait a minute, like we're going to make a sacrifice. Like we're carrying the firewood, we're carrying the knife to kill the animal, right? But where's the animal? And Abraham looked at his son in that moment. He could have been like, you know, the Lord is telling me to kill you, mm -hmm. right? To sacrifice you. But he said, the Lord will provide. And even in that moment, even walking in that obedience, Abraham was willing to sacrifice his son. But in that moment, he knew that the Lord was going to provide. Yeah. Even whether it had been, even if he had to have sacrificed his son, right? And how do we know that he was willing? Because right at the moment where, first of all, he tied his son down, right? And imagine his son was like 13, 14, like a wilderness type boy. Like he had strength and Abraham was an older man. His son could have easily overpowered him, could have ran away. But his son knew the God that his father served. Yeah. And it took not only obedience for Abraham, but for his son as well. And I say all this to say, sometimes the Lord will answer a promise and he might be willing. He might be asking and seeing if you're willing to give that back to him. Because everything that we receive from the Lord is his. So what more is it to give it back to him? Um, and yeah, I don't know why. I just had the... Yeah. The need and to that's, share that, and that that's passage. true. That's that's totally true because um, it's in that moment that he's gonna see who is important in your life: mm -hmm. the blessing that he gave you or me. Yeah, and if you don't know the story, basically, an angel of the Lord stopped Abraham. He literally had the knife up in the air, about to like you know kill his son. Crazy stuff, like things that make your mind like just question, like whoa. Um, <laughs> yeah, but an angel of the Lord stopped that moment and he was like the lord is pleased with your obedience to turn around and there was a goat stuck in bushes and they sacrificed a goat meaning it's not that the lord took away a sacrifice because there was still a sacrifice that had to be made mm -hmm. there still had to be blood that was shed right but abraham was willing to walk through all of that obedience even yeah. if that meant losing his son so there's a lot of things in our life that are feel like a son feel like a daughter feel like a relationship a dream things like that that the Lord's not going to ask you to kill them, right? That's it's not real. But it'll be like a figurative sacrifice. Like yeah. you have to let go of this so that you can reach this new level. Yeah. He can use so many situations in your life just to see if like who's bigger in your heart, mm -hmm. what I'm giving to you or me. And of course, if you're obedient and if you're willing to do well or ask, it's never going to forsake you or take that away from you. He's going to give you even bigger things. So um, I had to go through so many things after I moved to Miami. And I saw things taken away from me. Mm -hmm. And I could easily think like, oh, my God, like God is taking this away from me. But actually, no, it wasn't. Um, it was just like a, a test. And those things actually made me closer to him. Because when we see that, like, when we understand that he's the only one we should be seeking and should be looking at, the other things, they lose the, that, that value, kind of, you mm -hmm. know? 
like I have God and if he asking this for me from me for me to give it to him or let it go it's fine because yeah. I know he's going to give it to me even better or other things because um another thing that comes to my mind is sometimes they hold so tight in things from the past and things that don't belong because we think that's yeah. maybe the right thing or the well like you know what like let me hold to this because this is good but for God give you something way bigger and better you have to let go from the past that's true and that was something that is like i had to do so many times and it gets easier like it, today like it, it gets easier for you to let go from things from the past but um it's hard it's hard because um i saw actually a video on tiktok two days ago talking uh, about crumbles um this girl um she was mentioning that she was praying to god and say god i'm sick of living for, like with crumbles mm -hmm. you know like i know they're my provider i know they are my god but like i'm just like sick of living with crumbles and things not being stable and this is something that i'm going through right now and then she she told that god gave her a revelation saying the reason why i'm giving you crumbles is because i'm building a trail oh that's to good. lead you to the feast because if i give you something like it's that looks like it's something good but it's so small you're going to be content with that small thing mm -hmm. you're going to stop pursuing the bigger thing so that's why i'm not i'm not going to spoil your appetite i'm going to give you crumbles until i lead you to the feast because i want you there not here in the middle that's good. so god knows your heart he knows that maybe even if he doesn't give you that super big dream that you want He give you something smaller. You're gonna be content with mm -hmm. that and be like, okay, God, thank you so much. I'm I'm good with this, but He doesn't want us to settle. Yeah. So that's why uh, God sometimes keep you giving those crumbles. So when you get to the feast, you get to the right spot and you just don't settle with the with anything. So that really impacted me. I was like, whoa, whoa, okay. <laughs> and there's sometimes where like I'm I'm forgetting the verse right now. I'm pretty sure there's like a paraphrase of the verse. But like the Lord cannot trust you with large or greater things if you can't manage the small things. So, for example, right, I'm a basketball coach. I hear kids tell me all the time, I want to play in the NBA. I want to play overseas. I want to play professional ball. That's fine. That's great. Keep pushing that. But if you can't handle practice, schoolwork, everyday life in high school, then you're not going to be able to handle college, right? I played one year of college basketball and the balance between schoolwork, practice, games, social life, personal life is so difficult. Yeah. And it made me realize like, wow, I wanted to go play overseas basketball so bad, but like if I can't manage this, how can I expect to manage more? Like if, if you can't manage a thousand dollars you're not going to be able to manage ten thousand dollars if you can't manage ten thousand you can't manage a hundred thousand right so the lord you know pushes us in an area where we may feel like we have less but he's just teaching us how to manage those crumbs like you were saying like those those small little details yeah that's something that like i've been learning a lot because um since always i had um i had a sense that i had a calling to talk to people like be public maybe a public figure somebody that talk like in the internet or something like that mm -hmm. since i started jumping on this world um i always had like a good success doing that in a lot of areas 
but and I always wish like oh my god I can't wait for my podcast to be so big or I be able to talk to more people and reach more people and then the Lord he's so perfect um and then the Lord um uh, put my first video that I post ever on my podcast on Instagram it went viral millions of people watching it and one video went viral and I was I wasn't able to handle the comments and the criticism that I was taking from one video and then at that point I looked at it and was like okay now I get it mm-hmm. I was I'm I wasn't ready to deal with yeah. the consequences of having so many attention and one video like I was reading the comments and I was going crazy I was crying I was sad and then I was happy and then the Lord told me see why you're taking you slow mm-hmm. I need to prepare you because if I put you on the spot on the spotlight this fast you're not going to make it yeah that's yeah. going to be your death You're not going to I'm I'm not going to pull you in somewhere that you're not prepared for because a blessing becomes a curse in your life if you're not prepared for that blessing. Mm-hmm. So sometimes maybe you're praying for a spouse, for a job, for more money or for a career or for a job or for a trip, for anything. It doesn't matter what you're praying for. Um the Lord hears you. Amen. Trust me. He hears you. But the reason why you're not getting the answer it's because it's just not the time. He's not late. You're in a rush. You think you're prepared to handle that thing, but he knows he you can't. So, um trying to have a kind of like a student mentality, trying to learn from everything and believe me, he's going to put you in some situations just to give you a taste of what you want. Oh yeah. And then you're going to see for yourself like, "Wait. I don't think I'm ready for that. Like this job that I'm doing right now, I'm 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 basically in a spot of people criticizing me 24/7 and now I'm learning how to don't let that affect me for keep doing my job. Mm-hmm. So it's been less on top of lesson. You know, I I think about how like as kids, right? Um like my nephew, he wants a dog so bad. And every kid, they want a dog, they want a hamster, they want yeah. an animal, a pet, right? And what happens most times? right they get the animal mm-hmm. mom dad uncle aunt they buy them the animal and a week two weeks they're excited they're walking the dog every day they're picking up the poop they're feeding them they're giving them water yeah but what happens a month into it they kind of forget about the animal and they no longer want that responsibility right so and then typically i mean i i can speak from my experience right mm-hmm. when i was young i wanted a dog Um we got a family dog and what ended up happening my dad had to take care of the dog all the time. Exactly. Even though me and my sister I was like 5, she was 10, but like don't worry about taking care of the dog. I'm going to take care of the dog. I'm going to walk him, wash him, bathe him, feed him or her actually. And my dad ended up having to be the one to take care of it. And what does that say? Just like the mind of that child, a lot of the times we want that dream, we mm-hmm. want that goal, we want that ambition. but we have to realize when god gives us a dream or he gives us a goal he's going to see us through and provide all the way to the end but just like that father just like my father how he stepped in to take care of the dog the difference is we can't rely on other people in our life to take care of that dream to take no. care of that goal if we abandon it so figuratively right metaphorically if this is my dream right and the lord gives this to me And I'm like, Lord, I want to do this with my life. He goes, Here you go. Two, 
three months, years into it, whatever, I start to leave this alone, right? Let's say it's a dog, right? It'll die on its own. And that dream, that goal, that ambition will die because we're not giving it the attention because it might be a little bit too overwhelming. Yeah. Right? That dog, all, all the kid sees is the dog, the fun, the, the, the run, the park, all the fun stuff. But what about the work? What about the fact that you are taking care of a living being, a living yeah. creature? And it's the same thing with our goals and our ambitions. Out of, out of our protection, right? The Lord says, you know, it's not your time yet to have this, to do yeah. that. Because if I give this to you now, it'll die. Yeah. And we think we can handle, of course, because like you said, we just see the good parts. Mm -hmm. Like I was thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have a lot of people watching me. I'm going to spread the world. I'm going to talk. I'm going to meet so many nice people. I'm going to have a huge um, channel. But then when you see what it comes, the consequences of having that, mm -hmm. that, like right now, I'm working in so many areas that I didn't know I had to work on. Time management. Mm -hmm. With my new job, I'm in time management. I have to learn how to shield myself to other people's opinions and don't let that get in the way of my work. Like I'm having to um, have uh, another type of routine Just in three weeks of my job, I'm having to move my entire life. And I was thinking, think about it. If I was the owner of my own business mm. or if I was like uh, the head of a huge podcast. I, I don't know. I, I'm not having a life now. And I have so many small things to handle. And I was like, okay, Lord, take it easy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's so many lessons that we have to learn. And uh, just to think that. Before you wish for something, before you pray for something, or before you're uh, complaining with the Lord, why are you not giving this to me? Why are you not giving this to me? Think about, are you prepared to pull all the work? Because the bigger the dream, the bigger the responsibility. Yeah. And people don't get that. You're going to get, you have a promise in your life. You're going to get into a high place, but you have to know the responsibilities that are going to be high, the maintenance, and um, the work is going to be high. Of course, God is going to be there to help support you, but he needs to train you before he gives you. Like I'm in a program right now and I'm the entry level. I'm training. They have so many levels to go until you're a director. If they, I want to be a director now, but if they put me in the director position, I'm going to screw up the company in two yeah. days. So <laughs> it's a process. It's like it's a, a process. process. Yeah. You're not going to end up into management position, you know? Yeah. Uh, and this is how God, God does. Uh, it, it reminds me, can I pull up my Bible, Bible phone? <laughs> okay. um, it reminds me of a verse um, in Luke chapter 14, uh, verse 25. Um, I'll just basically paraphrase it, right? But it, it's called the cost of being a disciple. And what Jesus does in this moment is he creates a, uh, a metaphor between a king who wants to build a building, right? Just think of it like a realtor or a real estate agent, a developer, whatever, they want to build a high-rise. Before you break ground, before you buy the material, before you hire the workers, you have to count the cost. You have to say, okay, like this amount of materials costs this much. Hiring somebody for this amount of years to build this costs this much. And you have to have a budget. You have to have a game plan of how much money you're going to put into it. And he compares that to being a disciple of being a follower of Christ. There are things that we're going to have to sacrifice that is just a cost of being a disciple, mm -hmm. right? You, there's no way that you can live in a certain lifestyle that you may want to live in if you want to be a disciple. 
There's no way that you can chase the dream and the vision that the Lord has placed in you if you want to be a follower of him in that area. There are things that we're going to have to give up, right? And that's part of the cost, right? And that goes back to like what you were talking about, like your dream. Like like there's no way you can be the CEO or, or the developer of this this business because right now, sometimes we don't even know what the cost really is, yeah. right? There's times where we have to, like you don't just get a cost like that. It's like, okay, the cost is this, right? You have to do research. And part of that research is looking into yourself, looking at the inner part of your life and the outer part of your life, people that you have to get rid of in your life, things you have to get rid of in your life, um, things you need to improve on on yourself. And that's part of counting the cost for whatever goal, whatever ambition that you have through Christ, right? There's a lot of people that aren't Christians that aren't, um, they're not bad people, don't get me wrong. It's not like they're evil, right? But you know, there's CEOs that are millionaires that aren't Christians. There's, uh, you know, company owners that aren't Christians, but you know what? They counted the cost, yeah. right? So they were able to succeed in that. Too many Christians, and myself included, right? Too many times we look at God to just, to like, you know, open up each and every door. When there's so many doors open up in our life right now, that he's not going to open doors until you walk through the ones he's already put of in course. your life. That's to give, like you have to do your part. Yeah, and that's something I'm learning now. It's like for so long, I'm like, Lord, use me, Lord, use me, and I'm like, open up that next door. When He's like, Yo, you got like four doors open in front yeah. of your life right now. Like walk through those and then see where that will take you. Yeah, and that's part of the counting the cost. Right? Yeah, it is, and um, just like for me, it's been a huge life lesson since I I, I had that thought about Jesus maybe more like you. So many things change in my life and it makes you see everything in another perspective of not um, understanding um, the trials, the reason. It's not because God is mad at you. Uh, I grew up hearing that a lot. Look, mm -hmm. if something bad is happening to you, oh, no, it's because you, God is happy with you. No, some things, trust me, in your life that's not that good. It's, it's going to be just a, a lesson. Yeah. And you're not going to learn. And like any good change in your life happens when you're in your comfort zone. Yeah. Or when you're doing something that you like. I'm not doing things that I like right now. Trust me. Like I don't like to wake up at 6 a.m. every single day. I don't like to have to give up some free time. But I know that the, the big picture is what it matters and the big picture in my life it's what god wants me to do and trust me it's not going to be just like lesson after lesson after lesson it's going to have a time when when you're prepared you're going to enjoy all of that yeah it's not going to be a constant hustle <laughs> yeah. everything is just a process like i was just seeing my managers like while i'm in the field being an entry level my managers are having brunch but they went through what i mm -hmm. went through to be a manager and be able to clock off at 2 p.m. Yeah. They went through that. So, like, this is, like, for any aspect of your life, if you want to have, like, a husband. Mm -hmm. I was praying so much for a relationship. And it's in God's hands. But, like, I was praying for a godly man. And I was thinking, am I, like, God made me see, are you a godly woman? Like, are you prepared to receive that godly husband that I'm sending to you? Are you on the same level? Because if I give you that person right now, 
it might not work because yeah. you're not prepared to have that. That that's that's a hard realization too. Like, I, it goes back down to almost like the dog example, right? Mm. Like, that dog might be ready for a loving relationship, right? Uh, a godly husband in your case, right? Like, like oh, I want that, but then if you can't take care of that dog, it's gonna die. Yeah, the like same, why? Yeah. God, it's He knows the perfect time to give mm. you anything in life. And if it didn't, if it, it's not there yet, it's because it's still coming. Um, we just um, we just have to go back to the fact that He's God. Every time that I think about something that I'm worried, I'm like, He's God. He's literally mm-hmm. God. Like, why? <laughs> why am I worrying? Like, I've been through like a such a hard week, and the only thing I had to do is like, He's God. He knows. Nothing happens in your life just because. If you understand that, you're gonna have another perspective from your life when everything that happens in your life is not oh it just happened it was an accident you know it's just when you start having a relationship with god you start seeing the purpose behind every single thing that is happening in your life that's good and right now like i can see everything that happened on my day i'm like okay like i already have that other vision of what it is that's why it's so important for you to build a relationship with God and don't see him just as, uh, you know, just somebody to make your wishes come through. Yeah. He's not like a, like from Aladdin, you don't rub the lamp three times and he answers whatever prayer you have. And I think something that goes right hand in hand with that is spiritual warfare. Like there are things where like the, the, the door is open, right? The door is open that the Lord wants you to walk through but there's a spiritual attack maybe on the mind the heart uh the body right physical ailments there are spiritual attacks that will try everything they can to stop what the lord has for you and that will make you doubt in the back of your mind is this what the lord wants for me and that's where discernment comes in and reading your word praying asking for for guidance all of those things like come into play because not everything that is handed to us in life is from God and not everything that is blocked off from us is from the enemy. Because in our mind, we might think, oh, this is being blocked off from me because the Lord doesn't want me to go through that. He might want you to go through that. But maybe the enemy is opening up a detour for you to go through to push you away from what the Lord wants. And that's where like that confirmation and that time with the Lord is so key and important. Yeah, this is so true because I was talking to Lena yesterday, actually, because I didn't know if this job was coming from God or no, mm-hmm. because trust me, the enemy can listen to your prayers. Yeah. Uh, so he knows um, he can make you feel confused. And I was so confused about this job. I didn't know if it was for me or, for, or no. And everything went back to seek me. Mm. And everything that was opened up in the Bible, everything that was talking to, that's why it's important for you to have people that love Jesus as much as you do around you. Um, Because I called uh, Lena and I was talking to her and she was like, just go back to study, do your devotional, Mm -hmm. pray that you're going to have clarity. So um, I was such, I was under such a heavy attack for the past few days and I was just cloudy. My emotions were taking over me. And then I was like, I don't know if this is something from God or no. Mm -hmm. And everything just instantly got better when I just started praying and seeking. Mm -hmm. And that type of peace 
that you have that it doesn't matter what happens in your day, you're still good. It's only come from God and building a relationship with him and seeking him and making that a habit because trust me, it's not a habit to pray. It's not a habit to talk to God. It's something that your body is not designed to do. Yeah. You're not designed to do that. What do you rather do naturally? Watch Netflix or spend 30 minutes doing a devotional? Yeah. Of course, you're going to choose Netflix. What are you going to do? Sleep early or take one hour extra just to spend time with God, even though you had a super long and exhausting day. Um, so that really, really helped me lately to like get out of that um, cloud, cloudy judgment mm -hmm. or that uncertainty in my life was just seek him. And trust me, if that door is not for you, he's going to confirm. Or if that trial you're supposed to go uh, through, he's going to say, yeah, keep going. This is what I want you to do. Yeah. Uh, not the easy way is going to be God's way. Trust me. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes he's going to send you to another way and say, that's easy, go here. But sometimes it's going to be like, yeah, this is the long way, but this is the way you have to go uh, in order for you to get your uh, what you want and what I have for you faster. It doesn't make sense, yeah. but this is basically what it is. Yeah. I think I think about um, this saying, uh, it's like if you're going through hell, keep going. Don't stay there, right? Like if you're going through a trial, don't just stop and be like, I'm defeated because you're going to stay in that defeat. You're going to stay yeah. in that mental environment. Keep going. Keep pushing through it. Um, that can be applicable through depression, anxiety, um, all of these things. And, um, you know, a lot of a lot of different mental attacks can be spiritual. Um, I think the majority of them are. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that aren't spiritual. It can be our own mind. Right. Because as believers, we it's not always a demon. Right. It's not always like something like that. We battle against powers and principalities demonic spirits we battle against the enemy satan we battle against the world and we battle against our own flesh yes so i think a really good thing to do something i've been doing right is like identify what it is that you're battling right and that's something i've been telling my friends right like identify are you dealing with an insecurity are you dealing with intrusive thoughts are you dealing with something your body wants to do? Are you dealing with the pressure of the people around you? And you're able to identify and categorize your attacks by, is it a spirit? Is it the enemy? Is it the world? Is it my flesh? Or is it my mind? Yeah. And you give that to the Lord. You pray on it. You ask for the Lord to renew your mind. The more you read your word, like you, your mind gets renewed. And attacks are going to come, right? Yeah. Attacks will come, like, the disciples went through attacks with Jesus and without Jesus. So yeah. imagine us. Especially when you're on the right path. Trust mm -hmm. me. Attacks oh, yeah. are they're gonna come. But the good thing is those trials, they just they're a lesson for us to always be close to God and don't do don't do the other way around. Don't step back or isolate yourself. This is the moment we should be even closer to God and those trials make uh, that seeking become a habit and it just at some point it's going to be like automatic like you're going to be with him all the time 24 7 mm -hmm. and this is going to become something that is part of you but it takes time mm -hmm. you have to learn how to do that and well it's it's been a journey but it, it's been good it's always good yeah amen, <laughs> amen. well guys 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Marco, for of coming. Course. I, I was, I was, I really wanted to have this, and we're gonna have more podcasts together. We're gonna bring the whole gang, probably one of the podcasts, oh, yeah. so you guys can meet them. It's it's a it's an amazing gift the the Lord sent me those people that are around me today. It's literally an answer prayer. So um, it took me some time to get here, but see, my answer came after some trials. So um, this is a sign for you to keep going and trust in the Lord because He knows the rest. Amen. Amen to that. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Bye, guys. Have a good one.